Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. There may not be a lot of listeners to this show that knew exactly what what went on yesterday because it was more local-based. It was more uh, New York-based. But it was announced that I'll be joining WFAN in New York to be the co-host of the new Boomer and Geo show. That will also be simulcast on CBS Sports Network. B-N-G. Starting on January 2nd. So well, Bye, my fella. See you later. <laughs> well, ditches. We have some... Mm-hmm. We have a, we have shows to do, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do. We have oh, a lot cool. of shows to do. We have today's show to do and many others to do. And I'll be working here on CBS Sports Radio with Gio and Jones all the way up until the end of the year. And then I'll start over there in the beginning of 2018. So, Well, that's sweet, man. And congrats. And I know I speak for... Everyone you work with around here, or at least you and the majority of the folks, some people don't like your ass. Uh, <laughs> c- congrats. And, and uh, I, I can't think of a better person that uh, earned his way. And as I tweeted yesterday, started from the bottom, now we're here, or you're here. And that's exactly what you did. And to our young friend, our intern, Connor, and all the other young folks that uh, work around here and trying to climb that ladder, they should all talk to you because you came in as an intern. You did every little job, anything that they asked you to do, you were all for it, all in, and now it's paying off for you in a big way. So I'm I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you, and congratulations. Well, thank you very much for saying all of that, and it certainly means a lot coming from you. And and just to let people know about you know this show, it's I don't think I'd be leaving this show or this network for anything else. I mean, this is the thing that I always wanted to do. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie about it. Yeah. I always wanted to be on WFAN. That's why I got into the business. That was the the ultimate goal. And things changed over there. Some jobs opened up, and I was lucky enough to get an opportunity to try out, and it worked out. Yep. Um, but this is not one of these deals. This isn't this isn't a stepping stone job in the uh, in college football, right? It's this not ain't one Memphis. Of the, no, no, no. It's not. It's not Memphis. It's 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 a great place to be, and whoever sits in this chair next is going to have an amazing job. And as far as that goes, we do not know what the morning show is going to be here on CBS Sports Radio yet. Uh, They are in the process of going through all the options and figuring that out. And we hope to announce that as as soon as as they know. And and what's great about this is there's no, like, like leaving on bad terms stuff at all. No. And and that's going to be great. And then the, the well, next... I'm angry, you know, just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, uh-huh. no, angry black man. No, well, for the rest of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was going to happen anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I predisposed that. Yeah, yeah, of course, right. And, and, and no, for the the three or four people that tweeted, this has nothing to do with the fight we had over Kiko oh, Alonso. Really? <laughs> See, so... Kiko Alonso broke us up. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, come on, people. <laughs> so it has nothing to do Just with that. Just because Gio didn't know what the hell he was talking about, I won the argument. Come on, <laughs> really? We we could still coexist. Yeah, and then we'd still be doing this show if it weren't for some things that happened over yeah. there. So I mean, yeah. that's that's a that's a point I really wanted to make. This is, wasn't like a, the people trying to parachute out of 
out of here. It's just a very unique I can't work with him no more. Very unique opportunity. No joke. And uh, and I hope to you know when whenever the decision's made on who's going to sit where I'm sitting to, to have that person in here and talk to him and you know hand the keys over and all that stuff because I think that's a that's a cool thing. So give me the keys, dog. <laughs> you, already know, keys, keys. you already got the keys, man. You already got the keys. We got keys. Yeah, you joint. have the keys. You just keep losing them. I would have been casing this joint a long that's... time ago if I knew there was a key. <laughs> I'm going to take that. I'm going to take this. <laughs> I'm making a list right now. <laughs> so I consider, I mean, we'll talk about a last show. We'll talk about some stuff, I'm sure. But from now until our last show together, it's not going to come up a lot. It's just not. No, so we're, we're done gonna, with it. We're going to do this show like yes. we do it every day. Yes. So you're not going to tune in and hear us talking about me leaving or us mailing it in because the show's not going to happen in 2018. We're going to continue. Already, we're going to be we're going to be doing the don't show. Leave it, no, don't leave it, don't leave it. And uh and I'll save oh, don't leave me. I'll save all the sappy stuff for you at the end of this thing cuz oh, I can I can't do it now. So oh, I don't want to do it now. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure I show up that day early. Yeah. <laughs> well, there'll be plenty of that, trust me. And um cool. Well, congrats. Right. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Moving and, on. And no congrats to the I better not say it. Boss get mad when I cuss. It's too early in the morning. <laughs> well, to be a little. No, congrats to these dumb arses. Okay, there How you go. How about that? There Three arses. you go. Yes. See? Uh, so I'm coachable. You had a press conference yesterday with the UCLA players that stole some stuff in China. <laughs> and, of course, the head coach, Steve Alford. And these guys, I guess we found out yesterday that wasn't just these sunglasses we were talking right. about, but there was multiple places that they hit. And Thank stole you. stuff from, yeah. Habitual theft. Yeah, which does make this worse. Yes. I mean, I know that one thing isn't good, but if it was just like an isolated incident, like, oh, these sunglasses, let me try to put them in my pocket. Yeah, we got some sticky fingers here, man. Yeah, so the suspension that we talked about yesterday and what would be appropriate is now out there in an ambiguous fashion because it's indefinite. Yeah. It's an indefinite suspension. Now, this is, I have to give them credit because it's kind of smart. Because you suspend them indefinitely, then people can't talk about if the suspension is too long or it's too short, and you put it off for a while. And right now, everybody's digesting it. From a PR standpoint, I think it's really, really smart to do an indefinite suspension. And then you see what happens. You see how these guys mature. You see if they're doing and saying the right things. You see if also, and, and unfortunately this is part of it, if we are now moved away from it as a, a public with the pitchforks for these kids, because yeah. that's what a lot of it is right now. And then you announce, all right, they're coming back at this point. I thought that the first of the year felt right to me. Now that I'm hearing that there was more things they were stealing from, maybe that needs to be more than that. But I would not be upset if they were out for November, December, and then January, but maybe all of January, too, at this point. We, but. we, we agreed yesterday, at least up until January, uh, when we were just aware of one theft, the sunglasses. But these guys hit multiple joints, and and so that leads me to believe that there's a, a bigger problem here, and they can say all they want at that press conference yesterday. They've had you know a few weeks to to write that down, I, and, and that bothers me again, reading these statements. Man, and I okay, maybe you give them a pass because they're young, and this is their first foray into having to sit there and, and uh, talk about uh, their transgressions, uh, but some of that has to come from the heart. I don't want you reading that to me. I'm sorry. That's just me personally. And Steve Alford, too. Read, you grown man. Well, him come more on. so than the yeah, kids, yeah, right? him more so than them. You, and you've had a ample time to sit around with 
Dan Guerrero, the athletic director, and anyone else, the chancellor at UCLA, and discuss how do you move forward. You've had ample time, and then to say it's an indefinite suspension, and then it may come back, and it may not come back, and all that. Uh, no. You should know what the punishment is going to be, how long it's going to last, and, and whether or not you're going to expel them from school and that program. You should know that answer right now. You've had ample time to discuss that amongst yourselves. Now, I think now learning there's new information about there being multiple thefts, I think they should be done for the year. And I, I'm leaning towards them being expelled. And then you say, well, these are highly recruited guys, and they may transfer to where? Who's going to take them in? And, and allow oh, them to play that, immediately. I think that, well, maybe not immediately, but people will take them in. Okay, well, you can go somewhere, but that, they shouldn't be allowed to play if they transfer. They shouldn't be allowed to play immediately. Now, I, I guess they, yeah, they've started school. They're on the quarter system there. They start later than than most institutions uh, do who are on the semester uh, system. Uh, but I wouldn't allow them to play immediately if they transferred, and and they shouldn't transfer. They should stay there, take their medicine, and sit out this entire season. They should not be allowed to play. That should be the punishment moving forward. I would not. Think think that that's too much if that's what I heard. If I heard that they were suspended for this entire season and they lost a full season, I wouldn't think that that was something that was too harsh at all. Uh, and now, even hearing the new information, as you said, I mean, the fact that the New Year thing, it does seem too light. Now, after hearing that, it feels a little bit too light to me if they were allowed back in the New Year. So, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe that that is the right way to go. But I'm telling you what's going to happen is this indefinite suspension will be however long that people are paying attention to this thing is. Like, and they'll bring these guys back. This is so PR calculated. And I can't, I really can't blame them in a sense for this because you don't want to look like you don't know what you're doing with something like this. And it's really more about, you know, how, I mean, a lot of these places are like, well, how do we look in this thing is the biggest thing. How do we look? And I don't like that approach, but that's how they do it. And what someone's going to say is, all right, you know, these kids have done everything we've asked. And this big story just happened in the world of sports. We're going to sneak them back in, and that's going to be the end of it. Right, and, and, and it was amazing, the, 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 the press frenzy, when these guys arrived in L.A. Uh, the other day. I was, really? Three thieves? This is what you get? It's what? not like you're talking about guys who've already made a name for themselves in the game. We're not talking about three superstars at the collegiate level. And I understand the ball kid having having to be a member of the ball family and all the noise uh, that his father makes. But uh, they have done nothing. So they act as though it, it was an international crisis to the nth degree. It was not. It was not, and I didn't think they deserved all the the uh, publicity they received when they were um, uh, uh, upon their return. So that was uh, amazing and surreal to see. Yeah, like these were, you know, three the Beatles were returning or something. Yeah, you know, I didn't see it like that. Like it was almost like celebrated that these guys no, were I'm not coming saying it back. Was celebrated, but why all the attention? Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. All the attention is it's it's L.A. All right, you've got that. You've got a ball family member in there. Which always is it's going more to of that than it's L.A. because they haven't done anything. They well, haven't accomplished I, but, anything. But L.A. has got so much media, so many people. There's so much entertainment media. Like it became a story that then went bled into other news outlets. And you had all the other elements. You had you had Trump involved. You had Alibaba involved. You had the university involved. I mean, it just had all the makings. So if you weren't covering that story yesterday in Los Angeles, you probably weren't doing a good job because I mean, it was it was a big deal. It was it was certainly yeah, a big it's a big deal. deal at UCLA, and that's a prominent basketball program. I understand that having attended that university, but I was still uh, taken aback with all the media coverage when they when they. Uh, return there to LAX. 
Dang. I mean, yeah, it, uh, it was Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson returning from a heist over in China. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this. Do you think that this would have gotten as much attention, half the attention, 75% of the attention, if LiAngelo Ball wasn't involved? It would have gotten probably three-quarters of the attention would not have been there if, okay. if Ball wasn't involved. So only involved. 25% of yeah. what we're seeing now. Yes. Wow. Yes. And that's on the strength of his pops in his mouth. And I'll tell you, and I, I tend to agree with that. I mean, I think this would have been a big story, but I couldn't even tell you. Like, I heard those other kids' names probably about three or four times over the last week or so, and I couldn't tell you off the top of no. my head. I mean, it's LiAngelo Ball and two other players. That's what it is. And that's what it has been. So, I mean, it would have been a story, and it's certainly, I mean, especially when you've got big billionaires and a president involved, mm-hmm. it would have been a story. But, I mean, I think this became a bigger story because of LeVar Ball. Yeah. And if you're LeVar Ball at this point, you could probably fight back everybody that says you're too overbearing, you're a negative influence, this is not good for your kids. You could probably fight back with facts every single time and say, look how it's working out for me, though. Mm-hmm. Look how these guys. You can't tell me, though, Lonzo Ball had a tough night on the court last night, but still, you can't tell me that <laughs> Lonzo Ball, it hasn't worked out for him, and he can handle it. But this one, this is the one that should, and I stress should, make him rethink his approach on his attitude, his availability to the media, the way that he talks about people, because this story, I really believe, became a story on steroids because of LeVar Ball. That's why. Because all these people that wanted to see Lonzo Ball fail in the NBA and still do, that this was fueled by those same people saying, we want one of these Ball kids to pay because we can't stand the dad. So if he looks at this whole thing, and doesn't look himself in the mirror to say, okay, now I get why I can be a problem, then nothing ever will. Well, his, this, ultimately, this is the fault of his kid. And his, and his son said, I wasn't raised this way, and, and, and this will never happen again, and, and, and uh, I, I've learned a valuable lesson here. Great. All that's fine and dandy. So I'm not going to put this on the father because he didn't tell his son to go in there. And his father was on the trip. And he didn't well, tell I'm not saying that his dad talking about I, I, a steal. I, 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 know, I know that. Uh, but uh, it's, it's interesting that we haven't heard from LeVar Ball other than a – it's under control, and, and uh, the truth will, will come out, and yada, yada. That's it. Uh, conspicuously, he's been silent on all of this, and this would be a time for him to really enter into the fray and and be as loud, uh, as, as boisterous as we've seen him on other topics. But you, you've noticed that he's been quiet, and he's quiet because he knows his son did something that was incredibly stupid. And, and, and how can he win – Either way, in this situation, he can't. And here's someone who covets attention, who's someone who has spoken things into existence, but yet with this situation, there's no insertion point for him because he can't win. It can't better the brand. Can it? No, it cannot. Yeah, there are going to be eyeballs on him. He's probably happy about that, but he's just going to allow that to speak for itself. There's nothing he can say at this point that's going to help out the big ball of brand, and it needs all the help it can get because I, I believe shoes are not selling. Well, of course they're not, yeah. and if you buy one of those things, I mean, you're the ultimate sucker for sure. Um, let's listen to the balls from yesterday. First, we'll start with LeVar Ball and uh, you know, basically talking about his relationship now with Donald Trump since the president was 
apparently somewhat instrumental in the freeing if, yeah, of these basketball players. <laughs> but uh, this what is a narcissistic dude. You see the tweet he put out. Oh, you think they'll thank me for? Shut up. Lavar, welcome back, mate. Back. What a trip. Hey, that's how we do it. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Uh-huh. Hey, you got any message to Trump, President Trump? Big baller brand, we in effect. <laughs> All right. Are you going to, like, thank him personally? Are you going to go to the White House in New York or something and thank hey, him? Hey, we're going to run into each other. We'll be good. So you're not going to go out of your way to say we'll, thanks, we'll, mate? We'll be good. <laughs> that was just courtesy of TMZ at the airport as they <laughs> sent the Australian there yeah. to take care of it. <laughs> Hey, man, you're going to be good with Trump? What are you going to do, be a big loudmouth again? God. That was weird. That was very weird. All right, so let's listen now to uh, LiAngelo Ball reading from a piece of paper at the press conference yesterday. I'd like to start off by saying sorry for stealing from the stores in China. Uh, I didn't exercise my best judgment, and I was wrong for that. I apologize to my family, my coaches, my teammates. And UCLA for letting so many people down. I also apologize to the people of China for causing them so much trouble. It's a, lot, a, young of, a man, lot of apologies. However, <laughs> it's not an excuse for making a really stupid decision. I don't feel sorry for myself. And I've learned my lesson from this big mistake. And I'm 110% sure that I'll not make a bad decision like this one again. Mm, okay. 110%. 110%. I like that man. You know, that should be the punishment. That he'd have to apologize to every single person in China. <laughs> Whoa! Expand the Ooh. rest of his life apologizing to the people of China individually. In Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Every day he's got to make like wow. a he, thousand no way calls do it. for the rest of no his life. No way you do it. A billion people, man. Yeah. No way you can do it. Mm-mm. Well, he's got to at least try. Right? Okay. He's got to at least... Give it 110%. Yeah, 110%. Yeah. How about 115%? Why, why not 150 uh, you can give 110. Well, why, why stop there? Right. Just keep going. 160%. I'll give infinite percent. Thank you. Yeah. LiAngelo said that he was uh, grateful for the help he got from uh, people that were powerful and getting him out of there. I'm grateful for this UCLA team that stood strong beside us and made it possible for me to be sitting here in front of you all today. <laughs> I respect and admire all the hard work that they put in to get us back to the United States. I'd also like to thank President Trump and the United States government for the help that they provided as well. I and mean, this is just so stupid. He said United States? Yeah, United States. <laughs> There's only one state, California. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> thank you, California, <laughs> the for United being state. united. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you, L.A. County. <laughs> right. Thank you, Trump. Oh, you did. <laughs> I seen that tweet, dog. <laughs> I got you, dog. I yeah, seen wait, that wait. tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to DM you. <laughs> thank dog. Yeah, what, what up with North Korea, man? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I got you on the line. <laughs> I got a couple questions. What's up with these phony tax cut, dog? <laughs> They're only going to benefit you and your ilk. Huh? Uh-huh. Answer that. Then I thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Yeah. And then, well, uh, what does you say about the past, President? Mm-hmm. You grand Bertha. Oh, mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now Steve Alford uh, spoke to, and this was the one. Red. Like the the whole deal with the reading stuff. Like he <sighs> he's he's got to be able to handle this without a I'm sorry. Then leave me alone and drop the mic. You're gonna have a Louis C.K. kind of <laughs> oh no apology. Well, <laughs> wait, that one started. Now I I, <laughs> I, 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 I like the apology just to right up, right from the jump start. Admit that you did wrong. These folks are right, but the way <laughs> he said it, come on, man. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, so this is Steve Alford reading from his statement. These three young men will remain suspended indefinitely from our program as we work through the review process with the university's Office of Student Conduct. They will not travel with the team, nor will they suit up for home games. At some point, they may be permitted to join team workouts, practices, and meetings, but that timeline has yet to be determined. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. Just just talk about it! You know? Not that it would have made a big difference. We'll forget about this in a day or so, and that's That's what UCLA wants. Yeah. And and then you read between the lines, they're coming back. They're going to keep those guys in the fold. Uh, They will serve their suspension, however long it is, and yet they will remain a part of that that team and that program. And and I think they should sit at least a whole year. They've got to be done. One theft, sunglasses, fine. Multiple thefts, really? Three different stores? In China? Did they not coach you up? I know they sat down with this basketball team. They sat down with UCLA. They sat down with Georgia Tech. And they said, hey, we're going to a common country. They don't mess around over here, all right? So mind your P's and Q's just like you should do wherever you are, whether you're in the United States, you're out in uh, Corona, uh, where you're from, uh, Mr. Ball, or you, you're out uh, wherever you guys are from. You should always mind your P's and Q's. But the fact you're going to a communist country even more so, be alert for that, all right? I just love the way you put that. Like, hey, come here. Psh, yeah. You're going to a country. <laughs> they don't mess around, dog. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I, Marbury can't help your arms over here. Yeah, where's Bob Marbury been in all this? Quiet. He ain't messing up his game. Yeah, right. Why exactly. would he? Yeah, that's it. Mm, <laughs> I guarantee that's probably mm, what he said. Mm, he hanging out with like, Georgia Tech. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I got I got a good thing going here. Yeah. And apparently, they, they questioned some of the Georgia Tech players as well in this deal. And they allowed them uh, to walk, uh, but they, those conversations were had as we discussed when we first broached this topic. When we went over to just Hawaii is America. Well, at least it used to be till uh, the grand birthday got you know got going about eight years ago. Uh, and, and when we went over there, when I was at UCLA for a bowl game, we sat down with security detail, FBI. As soon as we arrived, and they explained, you know. Uh, stay away Listen, from this area. You're going to be eating some poi up in there. <laughs> hey, that's spam over here. Right, different. You're going to have a blowout. No, I had a serious conversation with, you know, stay away from this uh, area and this area. This is what's going on over here, yada, yada, yada. So those conversations were had uh, with these cats. It just didn't resonate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gio, listen, dog. <laughs> if you hang out with a Polynesian woman, be respectful. <laughs> mm-hmm. If it look good, it ain't good. <laughs> that, that, that's what they were talking. They, they talked to us about the uh, the prostitution game in, in Honolulu at the time. <laughs> Not every yeah. coconut bra is the same. <laughs> okay, exactly. All right, <laughs> she digging your speedo. Look out! <laughs> Coming up next, an Andrew Bogish update and Nick Saban happy at the podium. Unbelievable. It never happens. We have the audio for you. Keep it right here. Teacher Teacher Pete is doing oh, his job in there. There's the teacher Pete. Here. Yeah. Uh, Pete had a late night last night and didn't take today off. What? So, yeah, very he good. He was teaching and he's happy? No, 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 no. He went to an event last oh. night. He went to an event. Well, let's go? be honest. He's sitting and basically letting Connor do his job. He's like, he has half the morning off. Okay. All right. right? What, what type That's of fair. event? It was uh, for Mike Francesa. It was a farewell oh. thing for oh, him. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he he went to that. And, and <laughs> this is a great story. So, you know, Mike, he's been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. And he's had a lot of people it. work with him. And he's made a lot of money and all that stuff. So, 
he gets tickets for this thing because he worked with Mike for several years, and uh, Pete was sitting in the way back of the place next to Mike's gardener. That's right. <laughs> what? How did you know it was Mike's gardener? Did he, he have his name tags on? I take care of Mike's gardener. I take care of his tulips. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, I used to run the board for. What the hell are you doing back here? <laughs> what? That's the best seat you could get? That was, it was good to be back in the, in the crowd. Yeah, okay. Oh, right. Here we go. It was oh, great to be in yeah. the honors to be asked. Seriously. Come on, Pete. You deserve thinks. more than that. Wow. I mean, the guy who's watering his hydrangeas gets the same seat next to you? Pete. It's a tough job. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, I know there's a lot of hydrangeas, but <laughs> I mean, you got to be insulted by this. You should have been up in the front. How First many row, people? How many people over the years worked with him? I mean, I know it's 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 probably what fifteen tops in and out of there. Oh, wow, yeah. Well, say. I mean, you tell how long were the rows? Fifteen, twenty seats in a row. Yeah, fifteen, twenty. Boom! There you wow. go. Right, second row, other than family and friends, maybe third. You're back there. You, I heard you were using binoculars. Someone <laughs> told me. I got a good pair. So wow. Who else was back there? Me. <laughs> no well, other radio. The housekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Shoe shiner. <laughs> Barber. Let's see. <laughs> I got that met him once in the deli. I set up his, uh, his alarm system at the house. <laughs> Were you surrounded by just people who bought tickets other than his gardener? I. I'm not sure. Mm. Back there with the landscape. See, that's not, that not Pete. Pete. You got the help. Come on, Pete. You got to be a little bit insulted by that. Yeah. It's okay to say that. Just a little bit. You were in there for how many years? Two and a half years. Two and a half years of your life. Mm. You sat in there, and you're next to the gardener and some fans. What's the landscaper's name? Um, I forgot his name. Mm. Oh. See, that's why he's in the back. Yeah, right. He, he's, 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 no, he doesn't have a name. He's talking to somebody right now, mm. and they say, "Yeah, I worked with somebody. I sat next to somebody who worked with Mike. What's his name? No idea. <laughs> no clue. Couldn't have been that important, though, because we were in row X, seat <laughs> <laughs> fourteen and fifteen. <laughs> was it an aisle seat at least? No, it was in the middle. Oh, oh, the middle, middle seat, middle in the back next to the garden. <laughs> Come on, hey, in. landscaper, come on. That's, that's the better no, I title. Think, no, I think gardener sounds better because a gardener can, like, grow stuff, right? Like a gardener can grow a cucumber. A landscaper cannot. There's a potential of growth. <laughs> Dude, you're supposed to act like you belong. What's wrong with you? You go to the front row. Yeah. Next time, which if there probably won't be one, but next time you go right in the front. Question. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. And he took his dad too, and feeling you know he got free tickets, big event. And <laughs> he we're put in, your the dad in the back. Yeah. 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 Dad's dad, like, what's happening that. up there, Pete? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see? Oh, because you let's just were... go sit in the car and listen on the radio. <laughs> 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 the binoculars. That was fine. All kidding aside, did your dad have a good time last night? He enjoyed it. He loved it. Okay. Good. Mm. Good. I'm glad. All right, Bogish, what's going on in sports? Uh, the process on full display this week in L.A. After 32 points and 16 rebounds while beating the Clippers on Monday, Joel Embiid went for 46, 15, 7 blocks and 7 assists last night in a 115-109 victory over the Lakers. And then things got interesting post-game with Molly Sullivan on NBC Sports Philadelphia. And against the Clippers after that line, 32 and 16, you said you were only at about 50%. What are you at now, big boy? Uh, you know, he's gotten a little bit up. Uh, still walking on my condition, so I'll say we did 
No, 69%. So we go with Big Boy, and then he drops 69%, but I don't think that he knew what he was doing. I don't think he was trying to be funny. Yes, he was. Yes, he did. Yes, he was. That's his brand, man. That's what he does. There's no doubt that's what he was doing. Big Boy. Big Big Boy. boy. Maybe she's from Texas. We say that a lot. What's up, Big Boy? I, okay, fine. It just is weird. Yeah, it's yeah. weird for a reporter to say that. Big to, boy? Uh, athlete, athlete. Yeah, like, he definitely knew what he was saying. Like, he definitely knew yeah. what he what he was doing. Sixty-nine. I'm up 69%. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Did you watch this by any chance, this video? You know, I watched it because later in the interview, Kevin Hart, the comedian, yeah. is from Philadelphia. Uh-huh. He forces his way onto the court. Like yeah. he runs on the court and security stops him and he goes, I just want to go to the interview. And they let him go and he runs over and like starts chanting trust the process and gives them beat a pound, then runs away. Okay. So I saw that part. Then I heard this. <laughs> Did so she call been... Kevin Hart little boy? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, little boy, you messed up my interview. <laughs> a kid, this might be the greatest post game interview ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Big big boy. Big boy. I mean, your mouth dropped. Your mouth went wide open there, Brian. With uh. big boy. Like I said, uh, something we say all the time, no matter how, what's up, big boy? And uh, it was strange. I'll just say that. Yeah. That was strange for a reporter to yeah, refer to. You could to. go, I mean, champ, chief. No, and, and that's among friends you, you say that. Yeah. Uh, not just some stranger walking up to you and what's up, big boy? Big fella. Yeah, big hey, fella. Big cool. fella. Now, yeah. Did you guys discuss yesterday the Calipari Maria Taylor exchange no, from no, the No, we did not, no. Where he had a he was hold he somehow put his hand on her arm, but he was like squeezing it at halftime. Yeah, I saw And all it. of a sudden he was like, Am I holding your arm too hard? And she's like, A little bit. I'm not one of your players. And he and he let go. I mean it was it was just awkward, like in innocent, it appeared. Right. But yeah, two nights in a row of oddities <sighs> on the basketball court. Wow. Some interviews. Yeah. Uh the Blazers down the magic last night, ninety nine ninety four. The T Wolves ninety eight, the Spurs eighty six. The Thunder won their third straight, ninety two seventy nine over the Bulls. Washington a one oh two ninety three win in Miami and the Cavs won in Charlotte one fifteen one oh seven. Ty Lou's team has won three straight and four or five. I'm seeing some some great strides right now in the last five games. We've really been, you know, playing better defensively, playing better offensively, and you know, just trying to figure it out, you know, playing without a point guard and um, doing what we can just to make things work. So guys are doing a good job of putting in the extra work, and, um, you know, it's coming. On to college hoops. Those Bruins on the court last night, surviving Central Arkansas, the fighting Scotty Pippins, 106-101 in overtime. Number nine, UNC beat Bucknell 93-81, and Creighton a 92-88 win at number 20, Northwestern. Arkansas dumped AD Jeff Long yesterday, further complicating the future of football coach Brett Bielema. The NFL's compensation committee now accusing Jerry Jones of conduct detrimental to the league's best interests by disrupting contract talks with Roger Goodell. The AP obtaining a letter sent to Jones' attorney asking his client to drop his, quote, misguided litigation threats and media campaign. Repeat Cy Young Award winners, second straight, third overall for Nats writing Max Scherzer, Second win total for Cleveland righty Corey Kluber. And Yankee owner House Steinbrenner said yesterday their divorce with former manager Joe Girardi was brewing over the last two to three years. It was not a quick decision, and Girardi might have lost his job <laughs> even if the Yankees had won the World Series. Boys? Yeah, I got that sense even right. before that report. There was that- internal strife uh, between G- uh, Girardi and the uh, uh, Cashman and, and others in that front office. Yeah, that's exactly what happened because you don't get – a game away from uh, the World Series with a young team like that, and and then you blow up the thing. Coming up next, a surprising quarterback change in the NFL that is still reverberating 
this morning. We're coming right back. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. When we were off the air yesterday, the news came down that Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, is making a quarterback change, an unexpected one, as he will be benching Tyrod Taylor. He's going to go with the rookie from Pitt, Nathan Peterman, who was a fourth-round pick, I believe. I think he was fifth. Or fifth, fourth or fifth. One of the two. Not a first-round pick. Mm -mm. Um, And someone who did not have an incredible collegiate career but really rose in the draft process because of the interviews he was giving and how smart he came across to NFL general managers and coaches. Now, I think they did Tyrod Taylor dirty in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. But I can't sit here and crush Peterman yet because I don't know. I just don't know. I know that that is a... Bad way to go when you're trying to have an opinion on this, but here's the reason why this is my opinion on it is I don't know about Peterman. Because you can go through all these guys, highly touted, great collegiate careers, and guys who, yeah. I mean, were first-round picks, fifth-round picks, and and then you know, guys burst out of nowhere and they end up being great, like whether they're small or they're prototypical or whatever. Did I think that Dak Prescott was going to be this dynamic when he took over for Tony Romo? No. Hell no, I didn't think that. Did I think Russell Wilson was going to do that? Hell no, I didn't think that. I um, did. Russell Wilson, okay, yes. Okay, all right, I didn't. I, did. I didn't think it was going to be that good where he'd end up winning a Super Bowl in the first couple I thought, of years. I thought Russell Wilson was better than a lot of people were saying he was. You had the scouts, of course, they don't right. bat a thousand. Just like, I don't bat a thousand, but just watching Russell Wilson over his career at NC State in Wisconsin, yeah, I thought he would be a, a, a damn good pro. Now, there's guys of, that I knew probably wouldn't be good, and and I Nathan Peterman is a guy that it was long past my pit football days, and I saw a couple of games that he played in, but... You know, not many, but like Tom Savage, I knew wouldn't be a good NFL quarterback. I mean, I knew that NFL teams would like him because of his arm strength and his size. He's a good kid, all that. Like, he'd be a backup, but I knew he couldn't start. So, Peterman, I did. I, I don't have that feel about. So, we'll see if this ends up being a terrible deal. But the, the sense that I got was, I mean, Tyrod Taylor wasn't that horrible. And, oh, by the way, fix your damn defense, man, because the last two games, that's been a way bigger yeah. problem for you than that. And, and like, you don't have any weapons either. I mean, right. you traded for Kelvin Benjamin, but, like, Charles <laughs> Clay was your number one weapon. You got, I mean, other than Shady McCoy, it's been a bunch of slop, and then you're putting it all on Tyrod Taylor. You trade Robert Woods. Look what he's doing out in L.A. You, you trade uh, Sammy Watkins. Look what he's doing to that offense out in L.A. So it, it can't be solely – uh, on the shoulders of Tyrod Taylor. And from the get-go, they weren't fans of Tyrod Taylor. Remember, he restructured his contract, made it more favorable to the club. Fine, he's still your starter, but you didn't have belief in him from the get-go. Why didn't you try to trade him when you first took over this team, Sean McDormand? Uh, McDermott? And, and, it might and, be McDormand. McDormand. They, they may be. Their offense has been McDormand, right? <laughs> and, and as you just uh, stated, their, their defense as well because they've been running roughshod over Stupid six rushing funny. touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, that's embarrassing. And that's after you're embarrassed up here by the New York Jets. So they're not playing good football. And no weapons on the offensive side of the ball. But 
back to Nathan Peterman. Here's a guy who transferred from Tennessee and really played well for Pitt. Uh, I was surprised at how well they played uh, with with him, and uh, he he showcased himself as a, a, a pretty good quarterback. And then he gets drafted in the fifth round, and you read the, the accounts from all his teammates there at Buffalo, and, and they're singing his praises as far as how he has progressed as a rookie running that scout team and these first team defensive guys get to go up against them, whether it's Micah Hyde who, who, who uh, sits next to him in the locker room there or, or, or Jerry Hughes, the, the outside linebacker. He said the guy's progressed. He makes quick decisions. He's an instinctual player and he has that uh, gunslinger mentality. And, and so they're anxious uh, to see how he performs now as the starter. And, and, and so uh, what does Buffalo have to lose? Uh, they definitely need a spark on the offensive side of the ball. That being said, I wouldn't put the onus on Tyrod Taylor as far as the blame for this 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 putrid offense that they've enjoyed here here lately. That you, you have no weapons. You're devoid of weapons. Yeah, Kevin Benjamin now, he's going to jump into that huddle. Let's see what he can do. But this quarterback, we'll see if all these uh, reports from his teammates who go up against him on a weekly basis on the practice field, and we're talking about practice. Now when you get in a game and an opposing team is out there game planning against you, that's totally different because you can get accustomed to the mannerisms of guys you see each and every day. But now i, I got to go out there and face a totally different animal. And these guys, I don't see them every day. I don't know their little idiosyncrasies like I do with Jerry Hughes, like I do with Micah Hyde. I, I, I'm up on their gate, if you will, and how they go after balls and how Jerry Hughes comes off on, on, on the snap. Now I see a different dude across the line of scrimmage. You know, I got to get a feel from them. How long is it going to take? And, yes, there will be growing pains when you're talking about a rookie quarterback taking over. Yeah, and I don't think that this is anything but panicky. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like it's panicky. And the the locker room stuff, the offense stuff, I worry about that too because there's never been a word about Tyrod Taylor's ability to lead. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that offense looks at him as someone who has failed in this situation. It was just a couple of weeks ago that this Bills team, before they went to that Thursday night game against the Jets, well, they're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, they were talking to the league, at least one of the teams. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, now two weeks later, you're going to give up on all of that and say that we're going to give the keys to the offense to a, a rookie quarterback who is not someone – I mean, it's not like Pat Mahomes, who you drafted in the first round. Not like Deshaun Watson, who was drafted in the first round, you trade up to get. Not even like Trubisky, who you traded up to get – with that number two pick, but I mean, a guy that you, you took several rounds later, it feels like it's a total panic move from a rookie head coach that didn't know a better solution as to how are we going to fix the well, offense. One, everyone keeps getting keys. You I mean you mentioned that earlier in the show, and I have, still haven't gotten my keys. Now Peterman gets his keys. And is it a panicky move? Maybe so. Uh, you're sitting there at five and four. But you never believed in Tyrod Taylor. He was never your guy. That's why you went in there and had him restructure that contract. Now you ride him to some great wins on the road versus the Falcons, uh, and and you, you you're sitting there at five and four. But you've seen your offense uh, take this precipitous slide here of late, and you place all the blame on your quarterback. Uh, from that standpoint, yeah, panicky move. I, I think that's wrong to do, but they're the ones that are scouring that film. They're the ones that are, are, are sitting there watching him in practice and, and seeing how he, he acclimates to the new pieces they've brought into that, that locker room. Uh, so I'm, you give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's see how Peterman plays, and if he lives up to all these uh, these uh, reports we're getting from his teammates, uh, and all they've seen are, are, are 
All they've seen is his play on the practice field, which that's a huge difference as opposed to now going out and playing in some live games. The Ezekiel Elliott suspension will be a full six games. He drops the appeal, and we knew it was going to be at least four. We didn't know it was going to be the full six. It will be the full six games, so it is officially over at this point, and the NFL won again with their stupid personal conduct policy (laughs) in the courts. And it's unfortunate it happened that way. Uh, There was a little bit of hope that I had when we talked to Amy Dash, our legal correspondent, because she said that, It was going to be different than the Brady thing, even though I felt like it wasn't because of the language and that that CBA. And I really didn't think there was, but she said that, no, there is, because it seems like this whole thing was done unfairly, and a judge might see that, or uh, several judges might feel that way, where you know it wasn't the same deal with, with Brady. So I held out a little hope, but not much, and now it is the... Six games, and Mikey B asked a question this morning, will we ever talk to Amy Dash again? She's probably the saddest person in America because this was this was her Mona Lisa, this whole Well, I think she's thing. correct. It is different, and I think they, that you will revisit this because— no, no, I'm not saying that she was wrong. I'm saying that, she, like, with this case, she was on every single show all the time talking about it. I'm not saying she was wrong at all. I'm saying <laughs> nothing I, to do with be, that. No, no, there will not be other cases that come up? <laughs> no, there will be, oh. but uh, there will be plenty of cases that will come up. But this was like she was the Zeke woman, and she did a great job. <laughs> she Zeke did woman. she did a great job with it. She did an, uh, she did an unbelievable yeah. job with it. and she, she, she put it in plain English. She did. She did a yeah. great job with it. It's just funny, though, because like, it's like I wonder if – like if you're her, do you root for another legal case? Like, do you you say like, all right, what next? The right. circuit of appeals ruling are we going to get now? With some, please, somebody get in trouble and the NFL suspend him. Well, he, he knew he was up against it. Especially, he was going to have to serve this four game suspension. So why not go ahead and serve the other two as well? You you'd be on a roll, and uh, you you've missed four. And it, it's the die is cast now. Let's just go and, and get this out of the way. We'll return when the Cowboys uh, take on the Seahawks, and we'll see where the team stands at that point. Uh, they definitely need to get that offensive line short of get Smith back in at the left tackle, and then they should uh, be fine, I believe. Uh, and, and we'll see what happens with Sean Lee on the defensive side of the ball uh, as well. But uh, it, as we sit here today, there was no way he was going to win this because of the CBA, but I think he still has a chance down the line considering they didn't they didn't allow all the evidence to be introduced into this this ruling. A chance down the line to do what? He's got to I don't know. Maybe there's game. some recourse. He, he can come, turn back and, and, and turn around and sue the league and, and, and recoup the money he's losing. Yeah, maybe. Or get Roger Goodell out. That would be the thing I'd like to say. That's what his owner's trying to do. Coming up next, happy Nick Saban. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 